Now next story, a story about a family trip. There's a whole new force in the wilderness that nothing can prepare you for. We take you now to a live Snap Salon where Snap superstar storyteller James Judd breaks it down. Mr. James Judd. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, my name is James. My name is James. Hi. So uh, thank you very much to Snap Judgment for having me here tonight. I am just thrilled to be here, to be part of the party. F Ira Glass. Because I'm listening to Snap Judgment. Could you edit that out, please? I really want to be on This American Life. I really do. So badly. I always want it so badly. <clears throat> 1975, age 10, the Russian River, Healdsburg, California. It's family fun day on the river. We all know, my father, my mother, my slightly older sister than me, we all know that there is no way that this family fun day on the river is going to turn out well. Not for us, not for the Judds. We are not good at doing things together, but we are great at one thing, and that's faking family fun in public. Still, I'm excited. Because even though I'm 10 and I'm almost grown, I still love fairy tales. And the Russian River winds through one of the densest forests in all of California. There has to be magic here. Something great is gonna happen to me. Something incredible. A talking bear, a flying rabbit, a troll. Imagine a troll. Oh, mighty forest, please just let there be something. Our family arrives at the launch site at 7 a.m. along with several dozen other families. We immediately begin glad-handing and waving at people we barely know. Hey, how's it going? You ready for a great day on the river? You're going to have the most fun. No, you are. No, you are. A man with a whistle and a big bass on his hat is giving a safety demonstration, and my mother has been talking to a down-the-street neighbor. She comes running up to my father, and she says, Barbara Johnson says that there is a whole colony of nudies somewhere on this river, and we're going to paddle right through it. I don't think we should go. I don't want you-know-who to get any funny ideas. This is directed at me. Recently, I have been slapped with a number of unflattering labels. It started with my third grade teacher who wrote on my report card, James is very sarcastic. He needs to work on his sarcasm. I said, what's to work on, honey? I think I got it. So now my mother is trying to keep me from any person, place, or thing she thinks might give me a funny idea. Back at the launch site, my mother says, imagine a whole colony of nudies. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody but me. I nervously wait for my father's response. He says, I'm not driving all the way home until we paddle down this filthy Stinky, good-for-nothing river! Hooray! 
Yay! And soon our canoe is launched. Two hot, sweaty, buggy, mosquito-filled hours later, our canoe is just drifting sideways. We are the last canoe on the river. And now, with nobody to see us, well, we just give up trying. My father is sitting behind me. He tries to paddle a little bit, but he gets winded very easily, and he's always clutching his chest and going, my heart! But he does this all the time, so we just ignore him. My sister is sitting right in front of me. She has brown hair and pasty skin, and one ambition in life, to have blonde hair and a tan. She's covered herself in lemon juice and cooking oil. I can hear her skin crackling in the heat. My mother is sitting at the front of the canoe, and every now and then she'll say, Nudie, don't look! And of course, we all look where she's looking, and the canoe teeters, and it looks like it's going to fall over, and then she'll say, Just a bird, just a bird. Well, it could have been a nudie. Better safe than sorry. My father says, The reason why this canoe isn't moving is because it's too heavy. And he grabs our cooler with our ice and our fresh water and our sandwiches, and he takes it and he dumps it into the river. And then he takes the cooler and he pushes it under the water until it sinks. And he says, Now everybody grab a paddle and let's get out of here. While we struggle onward, I'm becoming despondent. I mean, by the time we find the nudies, they will probably have put on their clothes and gone home. It's faint when we first hear it, the sound of the drums. But then it grows steadily louder. And then in come the tambourines and the maracas. My mother nervously suggests that maybe there's a high school marching band practicing somewhere in the woods. But I know it's not true. This is a jungle beat. It's the beat of the nudies. (laughs) My mother says, stop this canoe, but we can't stop because now a current is pointing us around a bank where 50 men and women are dancing spastically on the beach. And they're all young and totally naked. My mother goes, close your eyes. My father says, oh wow. My sister goes, oh my gosh, they're so tanned. I stand up with the canoe, I say, thank you, mighty forest, and boom, we're in the water. <laughs> the nudies on the beach stop dancing, they look at us, they see we've capsized, and they come running into the water to rescue us. <laughs> My mother says, go back, we're fine. She, she goes down for the second time, we're fine, good, just go back, go back. But they come, they surround us, they turn over the canoe, they grab our paddles, they, our stuff is floating in the water, and this one guy with long hair and a goatee looks at me and he goes, hey, let's get in that canoe and get some of that water out. And then he reaches across the canoe, and he hoists himself up, and pow, his hairy backside is right in my eyes. I say, oh my gosh, this is so much better than fighting a troll. I find an an unbroken jar with a lid at the bottom of the river and I scoop up some rocks and some river water and floating bits of stuff and I hand it to the naked guy in the canoe and then I pull myself into it and he goes, wow, way cool river jar, man. Now let's paddle this canoe to the beach. And he hands me a paddle and me and the naked guy, we paddle the canoe to the beach and everybody cheers, yay! The rest of my family staggers up behind me. Well, my memory of the rest of that day goes blank after this moment. (laughs) I know that somehow we managed to get back to our car and 
drive through the city and into suburbia and home in silence. I take my jar of river water and I put it up on the bookshelf where it's the last thing I see before I turn off my light at night. And I look into the, to the rocks and the water and the floating bits of stuff and I fall quickly to sleep with a head full of funny ideas. The remarkable James Judd, ladies and gentlemen. James is the force behind his popular one-man show, Seven Sins. His new solo work, Funny Stories, is now playing across the country. Please go see it. That piece was produced by Jamie DeWolf and Mark Ristich. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.